Remember when the Bears were talking about winning the number one seed? Oh, that was fun. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Saints just lose. Grassi. And today, we are going to be breaking down the pathway that would lead the Green Bay Packers to achieving the number one overall seed in the NFC. So here's how we're going to play this thing. I'm going to go through the top five teams currently in the NFC. We're going to take a look at their remaining schedules and see which one is likely to come out on top. Now, I was going to do this video last Friday, and thankfully I didn't because I got to witness the New York, that's right, you got rid of the jersey moniker for today, the New York Giants defeating the Seattle Seahawks, and that was glorious because originally, when I was going to put out this video, I was going to say the Seahawks probably had the best chance of winning out and on top of that, winning the number one seed. But now that they've lost to the Giants, let's just say uh, their stock has taken a giant drop. <laughs> it's funny. But not as funny as Colt McCoy beating you. So let's start off with the number five team, and that is the 7-5 and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, the Buccaneers had a bye this past week. And listen, not everything is all uh, swell and dandy in Buccaneer land. Their defense, which was supposed to be incredible, the run defense has still been pretty good, but overall, not been good. Patrick Mahomes just freaking carved them up like they were a pumpkin. And so that hasn't gone over very well. Tom Brady has had costly turnovers. And let's just say the world enders that a lot of people thought the Buccaneers were going to be. Turns out, they're still a good football team. But they're not ending any world. They have the Vikings, the Falcons, the Lions, and then the Falcons once again. Very easily winnable games. Maybe they'll have a potential problem with the Falcons, the Vikings. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have too much of an issue with. They just had an issue with the Jaguars. Tom, didn't the Packers have an issue with the Jaguars? Yes, but it's different because I hate the Vikings. So I could see the Buccaneers winning out and going 11-5. But considering the Saints are 10-2 and, and the Packers are 9-3, and three, I don't see the Saints dropping three more games, and I don't see the Packers dropping two more games. So I don't think that they're going to be able to get that number one spot. The Buccaneers, I still think, will finish pretty damn well. Uh, and of course, they'll wind up getting that number five spot most likely. But right now, the Buccaneers, I feel like they have a good shot at getting an 11-5 or at least a 10-6 record. Then at number four, you got the eight and four, LA Rams. I cannot figure out the LA Rams no matter how hard I try. Jared Goff looked like poopy caca last week, and then this week, he looks amazing. Sean McVay is just like, hey, be better. Jared Goff's like, I'm a big boy. And he showed it against the Cardinals that he was a big boy. When they're good, they have a great defense. Their offense can be humming away, and they can beat a lot of teams in the playoffs. I just don't know which team shows up, and I think that's the most infuriating part. So trying to predict the remainder of their schedule is almost impossible. But right now, they have the Patriots, the Jets, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals. Theoretically, they could lose three out of those four games. 
finishing at nine and seven, dropping to the Patriots, dropping to the Seahawks, and dropping to the Cardinals because the Jets, well, you know, they're the Jets. I don't really need to explain that. The Patriots, they look like they're having a resurgence. Their defense is starting to come alive once again after they beat the holy crap out of the LA Chargers. And so they might do that to the Rams just because they have a disdain for LA. The Seahawks could go back and forth. That's a divisional matchup. And that also could determine if the Seahawks or the Rams are going to potentially get that number one spot. And then, of course, you have the Cardinals once again, which I feel like will be a battle. So realistically, I see them potentially dropping two of these games or at least one of these games. So I think best case scenario for them, they're going to wind up finishing 11 and five. But honestly, they could wind up finishing 10 and six or nine and seven. Either way, I don't think the Rams are going to do just enough, just like the Buccaneers to actually get that number one spot because the rest of their schedule is not really a cakewalk. Then at number three, you got the eight and four Seattle Seahawks who have by far, the easiest schedule remaining. They got the Jets, they got the Washington football team, they got the Rams, and they got the 49ers. Now, they should be able to beat the next two teams with the Jets, and then Washington might decide to give them some trouble with that defense. We'll see how they play against Pittsburgh tonight. But then they have two divisional matchups at the very end. The 49ers honestly could go either way at the very last game, and the Rams, that is going to be a tough one if the Rams decide they actually want to play football and show up. So looking ahead, I think even if they wind up winning out. The best that they're going to finish is 12-4, and four, and I don't think that they're going to be able to catch the Saints and or the Packers. Even if the Packers drop one, I don't think the Saints are going to be dropping two. On top of that, I think it's going to be really, really difficult for them to win back-to-back divisional games, especially with the performance that they put out yesterday. So realistically, I can see them going around 11-5, and five, maybe 12-4 and four if they decide to win out. But again, I don't think it's going to be enough to get the number one seed. If you asked me this past Friday, I would have said yes, but then the Giants happened. Number two, you got the Green Bay Packers sitting at nine and three. They got the Lions, the Panthers, the Titans, and the Bears. Oh my. Now, three out of these four games are very winnable games. The Titans, similar to the Rams, could go either way. The big concern for the Green Bay Packers is, of course, Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. Now, the Cleveland Browns embarrassed the ever-living crap out of the Titans. The Titans do not have a good defense. So, I think the Packers are going to be able to score on the Titans. I don't think that's going to really be a problem. It's going to be a problem if they are not able to contain Derrick Henry, who's going to be able to just bleed clock and just pick up yard after yard after yard. We might just not be able to score with the amount of time that's left on the board in the game. So, if the Packers can get past the Titans and win out, they have a very good shot of getting the number one seed. I would rank them right now at number two of potentially getting it. They have to rely on the Saints losing to the Chiefs, which I think is very possible, though Drew Brees could be back for that game. Realistically, I do see them potentially dropping one of these games, most likely to the Titans, bringing them at a 12-4 and record, which is still great, securing up the number two seed. But if somehow, someway, they're able to pull off a miracle and they're able to win all of them, I think they could definitely get that number one seed. Then number one, your current number one seed, you got the 10-2 and two New Orleans Saints. They got the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Vikings, and the Panthers left on their schedule. Only one real game that's going to punch them right in the gonads, and that's going to be the Chiefs. Could be a Super Bowl preview. Now, will... Drew Brees be back. That's going to kind of be the million-dollar question. Though, Taysom Hill, after looking like poopy caca last week, was good this week. Maybe him and Jared Goff are related. 
The Eagles could wind up giving them some problem. They have a good defensive front, and on top of that, if Jalen Hurts is starting, he adds a little mobility factor into there. That might give the Saints some problems. The Vikings, I think they'll be able to beat the Vikings on Christmas, and then you have the Panthers, who could give them some issues. It depends if the Panthers learn how to kick field goals or not. So right now, where I see this finishing is the Saints are actually going to be 13-3, and losing to the Chiefs. Will they win the number one seed? It honestly all depends on what happens with the Green Bay Packers because the Packers have a win over the Saints, so they win the tiebreaker. So if they have the same record, the Packers will actually take the number one seed. So right now, if you're a Saints fan, you're praying that the Packers lose one more game because I don't see you guys dropping two more and then you will get the number one seed. So let me know what you think down in the comments below. Which of these teams you think is going to be able to make a run for it and get that coveted only by week this year because they freaking had a mess with the playoffs. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy at all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!